Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Connor Devine, and I am the principal of TDP Equity Experts. You're all very welcome to this uh, new platform. This is uh, our first ever podcast, and it's really where we want to embrace uh, this opportunity to share with, with you uh, some ideas and some of the really good work that our company has been up to over the last five years, both in Northern Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, and throughout the rest of the UK. In terms of the, the first topic that we thought was very, very relevant to discuss on our podcast, uh, we felt that the whole area of mediation is something that really defines our business. It, it really defines what we do day in and day out. So the topic of our discussion today is going to be under the banner of the art of mediation. To give you a real understanding of, of mediation and what mediation is and, and what our company does, I'm going to pose a number of questions, um, seven in total, and then I'm going to go about answering those questions in as simple format and terms as possible so that you will be able to grasp an understanding of this whole area and topic of mediation. What it meant was that you had to either go bankrupt or you had to do what they call an individual voluntary rearrangement. Um, so that was bankruptcy or an IVA. We absolutely felt at that time that there was a need for another option, a third option, and we felt that this option was would come under the banner of mediation. So we went about setting up a business model and a business and GDP partnership, which offered the marketplace, that third option, which sat outside, interestingly enough, the formal insolvency process. This was an informal way to, to deal with your financial problems. And that's what we have done very, very successfully over the last five years in this business. Now, just to get a little bit technical, um, for those of you, the Wikipedia definition of mediation, I want to give you this because it's sort of half important. But mediation, as used in law, is a form of alternative dispute resolution, a way of resolving disputes between two or more parties with concrete effects. Now that very concisely explains what mediation is and where our company was coming from, what we knew was that there were hundreds stroke thousands of borrowers out there who owed banks money and quite a substantial amount of money. And what we also then recognised was that there was a dispute between the borrower and the bank, which uh, was endemic amongst society. And we felt that there was a real need for a company like ours to come into uh, operation and offer people basically a get out of jail card and offer them an option that sat outside the formal insolvency structures. And that's really what we did. So... To really get into the crux of this uh, podcast, there's basically seven questions that I want to raise and discuss with yourself and then answer each of those questions as succinctly as possible. So in layman's terms, and I think it's important that you know whenever I do these podcasts that I break it down and put the messages out there as simple as possible. And the first question that I have on my page here is, what is mediation? And what is mediation? And mediation then is whereby our company, which is a group of professional people, 
represent borrowers for the most part in disputes that they have with their bank. And really what we propose in that scenario is that we would act only in the interests of the borrower and approach the bank or the financial institution or the creditor and put proposals to that party on behalf of the borrower with the view and the goals of reaching some form of settlement. That's really what we talk about whenever we talk about mediation. That's really what we talk about. And it's more a term that, that was used and is used and has been used for decades and hundreds of years uh, between uh, parties who have um, basically fallen out. Um, but I think to be fair to GDP partnership, both James and my, myself, for the first time in this country, um, we certainly brought the whole aspect of mediation from a debt advisory perspective onto the pitch. There's absolutely no doubt about that. I remember in 2011 having to explain to one of the local banks mediation and how consensual sales work um, to the actual banker um, who wasn't totally au fait with the process. And that was myself and James, I remember to this day, where we had a set out for him how this whole process will work. And interestingly enough, at that time, that particular bank, their model was they were quite keen to bankrupt people because they felt that that was the only solution that was open to them. And interestingly in the space, that particular bank, along with all of the banks, continued to evolve and to change their own approach and their own ways of dealing with debtors. So in terms of the first question, important question that I feel we need to address uh, around what is mediation, I think I've done that. And hopefully, you know, you're a little bit wiser now as to what we're talking about whenever we discuss this whole platform and area of mediation. Second thing I have on my list here is this question of, you know, why is it used? Why do we need mediation? And is there a need for mediation in the debt advisory industry? So, you know, my view on this is, is, is very clean cut in that absolutely, absolutely 100% mediation is an incredibly powerful way of solving a dispute between a borrower and a financial institution. And, and I, sit, I think that it sits very, very well and very evenly alongside the other two options, which is, as discussed, bankruptcy and individual voluntary arrangements. I think that mediation sits alongside those other two options. And I personally believe, and what I say to people and what our, our staff say to people, every single person that we see who has a debt, property debt problem, each and every person now, they didn't always have this, but they have three options open to them. And what I've been trying to encourage the industry to do is to present all of the options to people and then let people go away and decide for themselves what is the best option for them and their family. The problem in this industry is that a lot of these firms who operate using the formal insolvency model only offer people who are in financial distress two options. And for me, I think it's wrong. Because very clearly now, we've been able to demonstrate and evidence results whereby we have engaged via the process of mediation with banks on behalf of our clients and achieved results through mediation, which has meant that our clients have not had to go bankrupt and have not had to do an individual voluntary arrangement.
So I think now most industry stakeholders would accept that there now is a very valid role to play for mediation. However, and without getting into too much detail, the way this industry works, unfortunately, is that it seems to depend on the business model of the particular organisation who is working in the space. For example, I am very, very aware that there are people who are advising clients who have a debt problems, but the model of that particular firm is a bankruptcy model. They're very, very keen for the clients that come to see them for them to go bust. And I'm not saying that that is the right thing for that particular client to do or the wrong thing for that client to do. What I am saying is that I think it's disingenuous, I think it's unprofessional, and I think it's wrong that anyone who has a debt challenge is not presented with all three options, not just the one option, that that particular firm, who that particular individual is sitting in front of. Uh, the third question that uh, I have down here that I think is, is, is interesting and maybe a little bit subjective, um, what actually makes a good mediator? And you know, this is a very interesting question and um, I'm going to try to be very impartial, but you know, I think the first uh, requirement that makes a, a good mediator is that whoever that person is and whatever that company is, that the people who are mediating on your behalf, they need to be absolutely very, very professional. I would suggest they need to be professionally qualified in the area of expertise that they claim to be an expert in. Um, I think they also need to have a track record of results. So, you know, what makes a good mediator? I mean, you're only as good nearly as your last deal or your last settlement. And the interesting thing that I would say in this uh, juncture is that you know our own company GDP Partnership you know we struggled from 2010 to 2012 to get any sort of flow going with the banks in terms of actual results and the reason for that was because the banks just were not ready at that particular time to write off debt you know I met a banker the other day in the office and, and he told me that he worked in the bank for 30 years and debt forgiveness was, was just something that that was never, ever, ever discussed. However, that has had to change. And thankfully, since 2012, our own business here, we've, we've been able to do hundreds of deals through mediation. We've, we've reached hundreds of settlements and we've been able to achieve millions upon millions of pounds worth of debt being written off on behalf of our clients. So I think in terms of answering that question, what makes a good mediator, I think you need to be professional. Uh, in your approach and how you conduct your affairs. I think you need to be professionally qualified in, in whatever area of, of expertise you claim to have. And I also believe that you need to have a very successful track record. So one, two, three, I think those are the qualities that absolutely would make uh, a good mediator. So the next question I would like to address is, how do you know you're with the right company? And Again, what I would tend to suggest here is that, you know, no matter what industry or what sector you're in, there's normally at least a number of companies and a number of people who would claim to be experts in that field of expertise. It could be accountancy, it could be banking, it could be debt advisory, it could be sales and marketing, it could be 
a wine company, it doesn't matter whatever that company is, you know, every every single company believes they're probably the best at what they do and, and they stick to their principles. Um, for me personally, in, in this space of, of debt advisory, I think, um, you know, how do you know you're with the right company? I personally think that you need to pay attention whenever you're in the meetings, in the first consultation to the people who are claiming to be an expert in the field. And I think if you pay enough attention, I think if you ask the relevant questions and the irrelevant questions, and this is are sometimes as important as the relevant questions, but over a very short period of time, in my opinion, say 30 minutes, you and your wife or you and your partner or you and your business partner should get a gut feeling at the meeting whether you feel you're with the right company or not. And, you know, in terms of, to tease that out a little bit, you know, I think it's very important that you're in a very professional environment. So, you know, you might take a look around you, you might see what's on the walls, you might, you know, ask prodding questions, you might try and find out a little bit who is actually behind the company, who are the principals, what are their backgrounds. But I would call this a period of due diligence that you, the person who is really the important person here, um, you should know if you ask the right questions and you're observant and you're interested enough, you should get a gut feeling. And I would suggest that you do speak to two or three companies um, at any time whenever you're trying to work out who is the best company to run with. But I do feel that you know you should get the right feeling and uh, about whatever company you feel is best to take whatever the instruction is on behalf of your family forward. So how do you know you're with the right company? Um, I've just said it. I think you need to pay attention and I think you need to ask a lot of the relevant questions and the irrelevant questions and form an opinion once you've been able to speak to a couple of different companies on who you feel is the right company for you and your family. Okay, so if we can keep this flowing, I think we're making serious progress here and hopefully you're, you're understanding the, the, the answers to some of the queries, that, questions that I think are important to ask whenever we talk about the art of mediation. But question five is, do you always get a positive result with mediation? And the answer to this very bluntly is no. Um, it would be totally wrong of me to say that, you know, every single case that we take forward on a mediation basis, we get a result, um, a positive result. That's just not the case. But what I often say to people is, you know, if you embrace the process from day one and you understand each of the options, and as I said to you, there are only three options which are available to you to sort this debt issue out. One is bankruptcy, two is an IVA, and three is mediation. And you will choose which of those three options is best for you. And the question I posed here was, do you always get a positive result with mediation? You won't always get a positive result with mediation. However, you will always progress your situation. Because once you engage in this process, and once you start submitting proposals to banks, you are much further on in the process than you were before you started the process. And that is really the key to all of this. The key to anything in life and making decisions and moving forward is taking action. And whenever you start a process of mediation, you are taking action. 
and that action will lead to some form of result. It may not be the optimum result, it might be the next best option, but absolutely 100% you will be making progress and you will be on a positive path to getting some form of resolution. Hopefully that's clear. So the next question then is around this whole idea of costs and how much does it cost to, to employ people to act on, on your behalf uh, with regards to mediation. And, and, you know, the interesting thing about this whole space is you know, no matter what option you decide to run with to solve your debt issue, be it bankruptcy, be it an individual voluntary arrangement, or be it with mediation, you unfortunately are going to need some form of fighting fund as we tend to discuss it as that. For example, to go bankrupt, it's going to cost you somewhere between £1,000 and £1,500. To do an IVA, it's going to cost you more than that. It just depends on your level of debt. And in regards to mediation, it is going to cost you a certain amount of money. That total cost will be absolutely dependent upon the complexity of the case, the level of debt involved, and the number of hours involved on that it's going to take to deliver the result that you require. So without avoiding the question, what I would recommend strongly, and the way we actually do this, is that our consultations, for example, in our office at GDP are free. And what we tend to do is that within 24 hours of, of, of hearing the, the case uh, of the client, we are able to furnish that client with a, a cost, um, projected costs for us taking on the case. And not only a projected costs, but also a timeline of what we feel it's going to take in terms of the time to get the result that we're all aiming for. So without avoiding the question, um, if you deal with our office, you will have a full costed out plan within 24 hours of the consultation. And I believe that no matter what company that you run with, I think it's very, very important that you do get an understanding of the total costs of what it's actually going to cost you if you're going to go down this mediation route. I think that's very, very important. And that's something that we, 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 we feel we're quite good at, at turning around to the clients. So finally then, in this uh, podcast, I'm going to discuss uh, the timeline and uh, get into in a little bit of detail how long the process of mediation can go on for. And again, you know, this, this is something depending on the complexity of the case, um, depending on the, you know, amount of properties involved. Um, but mediation can go on for a long time. Um, it can also, the process can last, you know, a shorter period of time. Um, the quickest that we've sort of seen in terms of turning cases around would be maybe eight to 12 weeks. Um, that would be a fairly quick time frame. A lot of our cases would tend to go on, you know, in the region of six months. And some of our cases go on longer than six months. But I suppose the point is that really in the last few years we have been frustrated by the speed at which the banks have been moving or not moving, whatever the case may be. And certainly in the Republic of Ireland, the Irish banks down south have been particularly slow 
in dealing with these types of cases, uh, which is very, very frustrating for our company and even more frustrating for borrowers. In Northern Ireland, it hasn't been as frustrating. The banks seem to adapt and adjust a lot quicker. And we have been, we've found in the last two years that there is now a fairly fluid system in place um, whereby we can get results over the line through mediation um, from three months on. So, I would, if you're still with me, that is, I would like to thank you for uh, listening to this first podcast. Um, bear with me, this is our, our first uh, ever podcast. I think it's a very interesting and relevant topic to kick things off, the art of mediation. In this podcast, I've talked about you know, mediation, why is it used, you know, what makes a good mediator, how do you know you're with the right company, you know, do you always get a positive result with mediation, what are the costs involved and how long can this process last. So I think I've covered a lot of the main areas um, with mediation and hopefully I've given you some food for thought. Um, what I would really like you to do is to join the conversation and get involved with us um, and start looking at some of the information that we're putting out. You know, every Monday we have a different podcast, we have a, an infographic, we have got a blogs, um, and we do some videos. So, you know, we're, we're very passionate at TDP here to, first and foremost, to educate people around their options. And as I said to you, there's always three options, not two. There's always three options to deal with the debt problem. And certainly this whole area of mediation is something that absolutely you should have an understanding of at the very, very least. But more importantly, if you know you felt it upon yourself that you wanted more information, we would really like to hear from you. I'm personally easy to contact. You can get me on Twitter, um, my own personal Twitter handle. You can get us our company on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. And our website is www.gdpequityexperts.co.uk. So thanks very much for listening. And if you've got any queries, or you've got any feedback, please do get in touch with either myself or some of our team. Thank you.